Welcome in, welcome in everybody. It is the NRL Supercoach Therapy Podcast, round 25, three rounds left. We're into uh, prelims for head-to-head for most of us, uh, and uh, three weeks to go the footy. How sad. Uh, exciting times as well. The semi-finals are not far away, uh, but uh, just three rounds of, uh, of the regular stuff left. Uh, round 24, a little bit, uh, a little bit one-sided. A few, as we all kind of thought would happen. Uh, lots of one-sided games. We all, we all kind of knew that was. Uh, oh, let's just change that. Uh, we all kind of knew that was on the cards. Some really one-sided scores. Uh, but uh, the big boys, the superstars, didn't exactly go nuts. A lot of the obvious guys for captaincy didn't really uh, pan out. Cleary with 50 odd. Hines with 50 odd. Uh, I think Latrell might have cracked 80. Who else is there? Uh, Ponga got 70 odd. I mean, the team, a team that scored over 40, and uh, Ponga only gets 70. Uh, as someone who didn't captain him, I was pretty stoked with that. I would have taken anything under 100. So uh, the fact that he got 70 odd, I was pretty happy with. I ended up captaining Nico after Cleary scored low on the Thursday night. I thought, right, here's my chance to pounce. I will straight captain Nico and see how that goes. And uh, didn't go great. 50-odd. Uh, I don't even think he set up a try. It was a line break or nothing. It was a funny It was a funny old week. Even uh, SJ uh, bumped his score up when he put AFB over towards the end of that game against the Tigers. But, yeah, uh, all these guns that we thought were going to go massive and no one really did. I mean, I guess 80-odd for Latrell is not a bad score. You'd probably take that. Uh, but, yeah, all in all, pretty surprising how it, um, how it played out. Yeah. Uh, how did I go? The Tomahawks, we scored 1,336 uh, and went up uh, into 1,417th place. So uh, clawed up a bit of ground there in my pursuit for the top 1,000. Uh, not that it matters. It doesn't really matter, does it? Head to head, I do have a prelim final this week up against Hulkamania. So good luck to JT. I don't really mean that. Uh, but, yeah, it's one of those things because I've always played overall. It's all about overall. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, what would I rather do, win my head-to-head league or finish top 1,000? I'd, I'd take the latter. Uh, but, I, I mean, I guess there is some bragging rights to it. Um, but, yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, normally they go hand-in-hand. Hand. I've always been uh, one that thought, look, take care of your overall, take care of that, and you should win most of your head-to-head. So, but uh, there are exceptions to that when you're, when you're rolling in a head-to-head and if you're in the lead, you might want to try and protect your lead and play someone, a similar player to your opposition, someone you probably wouldn't want to play, but you do that for head-to-head purposes. So you've got to keep that in mind. A little bit of a juggling act for overall players who are still in head-to-head finals. Right, where are we? We are we're up to round 25. Oh, tonight it all kicks off. Thursday night. We are um, we're up in Townsville. It is the Cowboys hosting the Sharkies. Let's have a look here. Cowboys, uh, they had the bye last week, so they missed out on all the fun and games. Uh, looks like Nanai might be back, which is huge for them. Uh, such an attacking weapon. It's uh, JT's 250th as well. Congratulations uh, to Jason Tamalolo, being an absolute warrior for the Cowboys for a very long time. I think he's into year seven of his 10-year deal. I think so. I think he's still got another three more years. Whoa. And, you know, he's he's definitely not the player he was, that's for sure. And they've still got three more years of paying him about a mill a year. So, 
you know, that's the thing with these long-term deals, <clears throat> which is uh, news this week with uh, the Titans uh, offering a 10-year deal to Tino. Uh, it sounds like uh, the pressure was on a couple of other clubs, a couple of Sydney clubs apparently uh, threw that kind of offer at him as well, and that kind of forced the Titans' hand to do the same. I'm sure they're probably pretty reluctant to do that. That's a long time for a front rower, considering he's already played, I'm going to say, at least four seasons. Um, he had, what, one, maybe two with the Storm, and he's had, you know, two or three with the Titans. Hard to, I can't quite tell. But, say, by the end of that 10-year deal, I mean, that's going to be close to 15 years of first grade. That's a very long career. Um, so, touch what he stays fit, and he can... Um, give the Titans some bang for their buck, but geez, 10 years is a long time. The important thing is they've locked him in and they've locked Fafida in for another three years too. Uh, I think it was vital. I think it would have been a real body blow if they'd lost one of those blokes. Uh, to lose two of them would have been almost terminal for the club. Uh, so the fact they've locked in both of them is huge. Um, does take away quite a decent chunk of their salary cap, so they're going to have to work around that. I mean, they're screaming out for a halfback. Uh, I would have thought Ben Hunt is the perfect fit for them. Whether that can happen or not, we will wait and see. I think there's more to come in that uh, in that little drama there. Uh, but anyway, the Cows, we're not even away from that. Back to the Cows and the Sharks. Um, yeah, so the Cows, their form kind of dipped a little bit before they had the buy. I think the buy came at a really good time for them just to reset take the two points, which is probably the most important thing. I think they dropped their previous two. So uh, and now they've got a uh, wee run home here. I'm trying to think. I think they may have the Dolphins next week and then the Panthers in round 27. That could be an interesting game. It is down in Penrith. There's every chance that Penrith will be resting players, possibly a lot of players. It's it's depends if they've got, um, depends how they're going fitness-wise, if they've got the minor premiership wrapped up, all that kind of stuff. It'll be interesting to see. And the Cowboys obviously fighting to make the finals now. They're on the outside looking in as it currently stands. Uh, at the Sharkies, we look at their side. Mulatalo has been named and should be playing. Uh, Mulatalo came back last week after missing a couple of weeks. Dotted down early, hobbling away all over the show with, oh, here we go. Uh, and he managed to stay on the field. Grabbed another try as well. Scored well for owners uh, that played him. Um, another week with Trindle who got quite a lot of good attacking ball. I think he might have ended up with maybe three try assists himself, Trindle. Uh, Nico wasn't as, wasn't in the action as much as he normally would be uh, at the Sharkies. Um, other than that, pretty settled lineup there uh, for the Sharks. Look, the Sharks uh, were pretty good against the Titans last week, to be fair. Uh, they were pretty good. The week before, they were very good against the Bunnies. So they had picked up some form after really struggling for three or four weeks prior to that. The Cowboys, fresh off a bye, which they really needed, that's going to lean me the Cowboys' way. I'm going to go the Cows 26, Sharks 22 in a fun Thursday night game with semi-final implications. The early game on Friday, and uh, we're at Daniel Anderson Stadium, uh, formerly known as Go Media Stadium. Uh, that's still a head-scratcher, formerly known as Mount Smart and formerly known as Ericsson and may have had a few other names throughout the years. Uh, but it is Daniel Anderson Stadium for Daniel Anderson round. Good call there by the Warriors hierarchy, uh, and good job by Go Media um, just put, taking their hands off the stadium naming rights for the week in honour of Daniel Anderson. 
who is overcoming a really tragic, uh, I think he was bodyboarding accident uh, off of somewhere on the northern New South Wales coast, I think, uh, ended up paralysed, the poor bastard. Uh, and a really good story that they played on Fox face-to-face with him. Uh, it was really good stuff. Uh, and so um, we wish him all the best and uh, funds this week going towards his ongoing uh, recovery, which is awesome. Uh, the NRL get around uh, things like this, which is really, really cool. Uh, at the Warriors, uh, Charles Nicol Klockstad has been named after that pretty sickening uh, head knock he took uh, from those um, those filthy those filthy grubs, the Titans, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and he is back. A little bit surprising. I mean, they said, they were saying he recovered well, he should be back next week. Wasn't totally convinced. Uh, as an owner, happy he's playing for sure, but I don't know. I just don't, I think they're locked into the top four. I just don't see the point in playing him, to be honest with you. Um, to a pick, he's done a really good job at fullback. Uh, but look, if Chance is, is cool, he's passing all his tests, and doctors are happy, everyone's happy, I get it. Play the bloke, but I just, oh, I wouldn't risk it. I think he's had, I think that was his third concussion this year. So, you know, if he, if he gets another one leading into the finals, you, you have to say it's almost curtains for the bloke in terms of playing footy for the rest of the year. So, look, but that's that's how they're rolling. Uh, Wade Egan copped a nasty uh, knock to the throat last week, uh, and he has been named, so we'll see what happens there. There's no Mitch Barnett uh, knee laceration, so he is out for the week, but I think Bunty Arfoa might be back. Bunty Arfoa is back, and he has been named uh, in the front row to partner AFB, who hobbled off late last week. It looks like he's shaking it off. He is good to go. Love looking at that bench. Walker, Tavanga, Siren, and Curran. That is a seriously good bench. I've got to say that's probably the best bench in the comp. Um, I love that bench. At the Seagulls, who uh, were brave, I want to say, at least for 40 minutes last week against the Panthers, and the handling errors caught up with them in the second half, uh, and they lost that game. Uh, I think they lost 24-12. So it wasn't the, it wasn't the pumping some people thought it might have been. Uh, they weren't that bad, manly, trying a few, trying their hand a bit, uh, and something's paid off. A lot of things didn't, uh, but I can totally understand that game plan. You can't get into an arm wrestle with Penrith; they'll beat you every time. You got to try, you got to try a few things, a few things out of left field, uh, and yeah, like I said, some of it came off, a lot of it didn't though. It's high risk, high reward kind of stuff, uh, but you can end up giving up really, really bad field position uh, in a team like. Uh, Penrith will eventually strangle you. To be fair, though, Penrith scored four tries, and three of them, I've got to say, were pretty lucky. There was the try in the... There was the Crichton try, which was a knock on the play before by Martin, which they couldn't go back. The bunker couldn't go back and look at because it was up. There was the previous play. Uh, there, there was a... Oh, I want to... Oh, there was... Oh, well, the Taruba try was probably a try. It looked a little bit dubious. With, from the old, uh, from the Garrett kick from inside his 20 there, possibly a hint of an obstruction. Um, that was maybe a 50-50 call. I'm trying to think what the other one was. The other, oh, there was an intercept as well. Uh, I think it was the Crichton intercept. So a few of their tries were a little bit lucky from Penrith. They weren't at their best for sure. Uh, and, and Manly were pretty good. Let's see how they go this week. It's a tough road trip to the Warriors. Talkers, look, Schuster's been named at six. Talkers, he is playing on an edge. And Jacob Arthur is going to be in the halves for Manly. Uh, can you see Schuster? Is Schuster that uh, 
roll your sleeves up, hard-working um, Nathan Hindmarsh type second row. No, he's not. This is this is uh, this will be interesting. This I hope it happens. I hope it plays this way. I hope he does play second row. I'd love to see how he goes. I don't think he's defensively up to it to play in the second row. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't mind the idea of him getting the ball in hand and not thinking he has to create something every time and just taking hit-ups. That's something he doesn't do enough of currently playing in the standoff. So I'd like to see him doing that. Uh, but oh, some of his options last week, he made that break, showed a good turn of um, of pace running up the field. It was it was uh, zero tackle and he puts a stupid kick in. Just his option taking is poor a lot of the time. Uh, and yeah, it's just... It, this, it's nothing free-flowing when it goes to the left. Uh, and I think Turbo has a lot to do with that. When Turbo's there, he makes everyone else look so much better. Definitely makes Schuster look better. And without him, Schuster's just... The, the attack's just clunky on that left edge with him. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes in the second row. I just think he'll be a defensive liability. And second row, it's such an important position to make your tackles and protect your half. Um, and, yeah, so if Jake Arthur playing on the left... Uh, 5-8 position has a look and sees that Schuster is his um, protector there in the second row. Good luck, Jake Arthur. Uh, and yeah, and I think the um, I think the Warriors, with that dangerous right edge that they've got, with Johnson, with Nick Corey, uh, Nickel Clock's that back, and then obviously DWZ, they'll be looking at chops against that uh, manly left edge um, with Schuster and Jake Arthur. Whoa! Uh, Someone, someone want to say uh, near Corey for an anytime meat pie? Yes, please. I think, I think so. All right. Other than that, the team looks um, as settled as it can be. Warriors twenty-two, Seagulls eighteen, and saying all that, I think it'll be close. Warriors haven't been great of late. Still racking up wins, which is all you need to do. Keep winning games, baby. Uh, but they haven't been great. They weren't convincing against the Tigers last week, and I think they'll do enough to beat Manly. Uh, 22-18. Let's go that way. All right, the uh, second game on Friday. Uh, it is the under siege Parramatta Eels coming off a hiding last week. Absolute uh, shellacking to the Broncos. And the Roosters, who took care of business, beating the Dolphins. Um, I think it might have been 8-6 at halftime, and they ran over the top of them in the second half and dominated the game. Um, this game is at uh, Combank. No Mitchell Moses, obviously. Really, really hurts uh, the Eels. So Dylan Brown, Dejan Arcee are the halves. Uh, Regal Campbell-Gillard is back. Big boost for their forward pack. Um, there's no Davey on the edge. So Madison is playing. Uh, no, he's not. Madison's not playing on the edge. Madison's still on the bench. Often Garway is playing at lock. And you go, oh, what's the story with uh, Hopgood? Is he injured? No, nah, he's now on edge forward. What the fuck are they doing? I don't. Brad Arthur, what's doing? I don't get it. I, I don't get how some of these selections, and I don't know why they're moving Hopgood, who's probably in the top three or four locks in the game, while they're moving him to an edge and they're putting Offen Garway there. Unless this is just purely a first 20-minute kind of scenario, uh, but and then Maddo's going to go, Offen Garway will come off or whatever. Matt, I'll go onto an edge and hop good to lock. I but I don't understand that rotation either. I don't get it. Anyway, I don't care because I hate the Eels. I hope they get their asses kicked. Uh, they're playing the Roosters, who uh, there was talk Sam Walker, who was named 
18th man. Uh, he has been ruled out. Trent Robinson is not going to be playing him. Uh, after he came back, had a really good game uh, in New South Wales Cup last week. He is out. Uh, but um, who's coming in? Angus Crichton is back in the side, coming back from injury. Uh, Drew Hutchison did a really good job, scored a couple of tries last week, uh, played really well. He's a he's a rock-solid replacement, Drew Hutchison. Uh, and I don't mind the way he goes about his business. No frills, but he really um, he showed off a little bit with his running game. He's pretty strong. He's a big bloke for a half, uh, and he was good um, filling in there at halfback, and he keeps the spot this week for uh, for the Roosters, who, let's see, Wong keeps his spot, Butcher keeps his spot, Radley at lock. Brandon Smith played bugger all last week. I reckon he played the first 25 minutes, maybe, and then he came back on with about five to go. Um which is, uh, yeah, it's a bit embarrassing. And it's more like, oh, you know what, coach, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just, it just, it just uh, highlights the point that I suck and when you trundle me back on for five minutes at the end. Um, a little bit embarrassing. Anyway, anyway, if we look at these two sides, it, this one, this one's kind of close. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Roosters. Just because they've got a little bit better form and Parramatta was so terrible last week. And without Moses, um, yeah. And that Moses injury, like I, I I saw it almost straight away after it happened. He did that really good chase. Uh, was that when he chased down, he tried to chase down Farmworth there and he clipped him. And I think he copped the boot. And a little bit, and maybe in the um, couple of plays after that from the restart, I saw his face was all red, like rosy red. And I reckon, I reckon, I thought you reckon he's copped knock there. And he played all the way through to, um, to half time. Good on him. And it turns out he had a, um, was it a cheekbone or eye socket or something like that. So tough bugger playing through. And apparently at half time, he wanted to keep going. Um, you know, being a real tough guy. And they said, no, 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 he ain't, he ain't coming back on. But, you know, I mean, good on him anyway. Uh, but yeah, without him, oh, I really, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I guess Gutho will take over the goal kicking. Uh, in Moses's absence, which is good, you know, for Gutho owners. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take the Roosters 20 points to 18. I just think they might have. I just think they might have a wee bit too much uh, for the Eels in this one. We'll be back in a minute. All right, gang, we are back. Super Saturday kicks off. West Tigers hosting the Dolphins uh, from Combank Stadium. Uh, just one of the thousand home grounds that the West Tigers uh, have. And, uh, geez, bit of drama this week, but then drama with the West Tigers. Uh, shock me. Uh, Tim Sheen's walking away at the end of the year and Benji taking over the reins officially as the head coach uh, from 2024. Uh, the word is he's basically been doing the coaching all year anyway. Uh, it's just Tim Sheens has been the one fronting the press, uh, taking the bullets, etc. And now it is on uh, Benji. So, jeez, uh, the Tigers are just an absolute rabble. And I don't see any way out anytime soon. Um, happy Coruscant aside, just, just, I mean, their best player over the last few weeks has probably been Dane Laurie. And he's going back to Penrith next year. Uh, Coruscant's been very, very good since coming back from the broken jaw. But, geez, geez, they've got some problems. Luke Brooks, who's been a problem for them for about 10 years, he's moving on as well. I mean, oh, there's there's not much uh, 
there's not much to look forward to if you're a Tigers supporter. Uh, short term, though, you've got the Dolphins this week who are absolutely depleted. Uh, this side, I mean, they've got some serious issues. Ewan Aiken is back, but he is playing in uh, the second row. Uh, there's no Limuelu. Uh, there's no Kenny Bromwich. Uh, there's no Stone, who broke his toe, I believe. He also took uh, the fine rather than the suspension, knowing that uh, he was injured for the year anyway. So he did a Maddo, but way more. He thought it through a lot more than what Maddo did uh, from earlier in the year. Uh, lots of issues with this side. There is no um, Tafari as well. I believe he's on the extended. So in Jersey 22. So, which, uh, I mean, if you're an owner, I don't think you're necessarily playing him anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm the Tigers have been pretty good of late without getting wins. I mean, bottom bottom line, you've got to get wins. They're not getting them, but they're not, they're not being disgraced. They're not really getting their asses kicked. Uh, and they were in it in that game against the Warriors last week and fell short. Uh, but I thought they played pretty good. I think they'll be way too good for the Dolphins, who had a pretty good first half against the Roosters last week, fell away completely in the second half, and the Roosters took over. Um, not much to talk about Supercoach-wise here from these teams whatsoever. I'm going to go the Tigers 26, the Dolphins 16. Uh, middle game, and this is an interesting one. Titans hosting the Panthers up at Seabus. Uh, oh, this could get ugly. Uh, Brimson has been named um, despite, I don't think he's in the starting lineup. He might be in the extended. Jersey 19. Uh, word was he was out for the year. He's been named in Jersey 19, so that's interesting. Kenny is at fullback. Uh, Jaden Campbell is at 5'8", and Tom Weaver is the halfback. Uh, I think they've put Boyd uh, out for the year. With a, um, I think he's getting surgery. I'm not sure what on. Possibly a shoulder. Uh, there's no Kieran Foran either, and oh, that just looks that looks really ugly for this side. Uh, I mean, the forward pack still looks strong. Uh, Fodawaka was back from that week off with Joloff, he got for feeder. Tino is playing at lock this week. Uh, Aaron Clark was also the other one that's out for the year. Uh, Cleese Haas, who I don't rate whatsoever, um, just by the by, has been named at Jersey 12. Don't rate him at all. Uh, as a player, to be fair. Uh, oh, this could get really ugly against uh, Penrith, uh, who have... Um, Tunga was still out, so Peachy is playing in the centres, uh, and you would assume he'll be playing left centre there. Bad news for Taruva. Peachy, not a fan of passing the ball. Um, loves going himself or cutting back in off the left foot. Uh, loves it, and um, I can't see any reason why that would change this week. Um, and the four pack it's settled as all hell. I really like the uh, Penrith right edge, and I'll talk about that in best bets a little bit later on. I think they're going to run a muck. I think they're going to run a muck without four in there, who's you know a really really strong defender in the halves. Uh, let's see how Jaden Campbell goes. They'll they'll test out both sides. Tom Weaver on um, debut as well. Who knows what he's like? And um, like I said. I don't rate Cleese Haas uh, as as a player, uh, as a defender. I've seen him. I've seen some pretty weak stuff from him, um, especially goal line defense isn't flash. So yeah, I'd be I'd be looking at Sorensen um, busting over him, uh, and uh, also Liam Martin on the other side as well. Uh, just with the right edge, I think they're just going to absolutely hum. Uh, 
Panthers 38, Titans 10. Um, if you got Tino, happy days, named at lock. That's screaming 80 minutes to me. Um, if you look at the bench, Leeming, uh, they've got Liu, Stimson, and Alec. Alec and uh, Liu are middle. Stimson can play middle or on an edge. And Leeming's uh, a dummy half. So, yeah, but this team, man, there's no... Um, I think they've put Verils out for the year two. I think that happened maybe last week. So, yeah, this Titans side, I mean... 38-10 might be conservative. Uh, Panthers might put up a cricket score uh, in this one if Cleary really gets in the mood. We'll see how we go. Cleary, obviously, a huge captaincy option this week. Uh, after a bit of a quiet one last week um, where um, he didn't get... He, see, Penrith actually weren't very good last week, I, I thought. It was a bit of an off game, so I reckon they would have been... Um, maybe the whips might have been cracking this week, and I think they might put the Titans to the sword. Uh, I'd be going strong on Penrith. Uh, if you are if you are um, uh, prone to a bet or two, go strong on Penrith. I think I think they'll smash him. Cleary is a wonderful captaincy option uh, this week for you. Thirty-eight ten, and yeah, the thirty-eight could be on the low side. Last game, Super Sad Day. It's the Dragons and the Storm down at Wind Stadium in Wollongong. Uh, Lomax is back. Uh, Francis Molo. Uh, is back. A uh, big watch here for the Storm Cam Munster. He's on baby watch. I uh, believe his partner is due next week, but you never know what's going to happen. Anything could change there. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see. Cameron Munster owners, myself included, uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, up until I heard that news, I was pretty tempted to uh, to captain Munster. Just, you know, you just wait for one of those games where he just busts out a big 140, 150. You know, he's, he's got that in him. Um, but, yeah, it was maybe a bit of a, a roll of the dice there. I probably won't do it now. I'll wait and see. I mean, if he doesn't play, this brings the Storm back a wee bit. The Dragons haven't been awful. Um, but this this side still, I don't think there'll be any match for the Storm, who absolutely dominated the Raiders for... Oh, 60 minutes, the last 60 minutes. They, they, their goal line defense was brilliant in the first 20 minutes. The Raiders were holding an attack but just couldn't get over the line. Storm defense was way too strong. And then um, basically everything just turned and clicked straight away. They'd repelled all that attack from the Raiders. And then once the Storm started getting decent ball, Harry Grant comes onto the field after starting on the bench and boom. And they just absolutely walloped the Raiders, who were pretty pathetic. Uh, just ask Ricky Stewart, great presser afterwards. Uh, I'm not. Uh, you know, Ricky Stewart's quite a polarizing figure. I had zero issue whatsoever with that press conference. I thought it was completely justified the way he uh, the way he acted. He, uh, you know, he didn't have much to say, uh, and he was he was respectful to the reporters. And you know, he kind of said, you know, look, you know, I don't mean to be disrespectful, you know, mate, and all that, but I've got I just got nothing to say. Uh, you know, he didn't go Wayne Bennett. He didn't go Wayne Bennett areas. He did it his own way, and I thought it was completely fine. Um, I love the fact that, uh, you know, one of the reporters asked what the players thought. And he said, oh, no, they're allowed to talk now, so go ask them. I thought that was a great dig at the whole uh, RLPA uh, saga and the and the um, the bans they were putting in place. It was good stuff. Uh, I expect the I expect um, I expect the Canberra to bounce back. I'll talk about that later. Sorry, we're talking Storm and Dragons. But yeah, Storm absolutely dominated. We've seen a bit of this, though. They're week on, week off. Uh, but I 
I don't think they sh- I don't think they'll drop this game to the Dragons. Uh, I think they should win pretty comfortably. I'm going to go Storm 28, Dragons 18. Right, game of the round for sure is Sunday afternoon at McDonald Jones Stadium. It is the Knights hosting the Rabbitohs. Great game here. Massive top eight implications for both these sides. Uh, Rabbitohs are struggling. They are struggling. They were they were poor in beating the Dragons last week in a pretty average game. Uh, and the Knights did what they had to do. They smashed the Dogs. Just smashed them. Uh, what was it, 30-0 at halftime, maybe? Something like that. Uh, just, just put it to them. Uh, took the foot off the gas a little bit in the second half. Dogs played a wee bit better. Um, but still, an absolute uh, an absolute walloping. Uh, Jackson Hastings looked like it was season over last week. Um, it turns out he might be okay. So, uh, and I don't know if he's been named. Let's have a look. Oh, he has been named at halfback, so there you go. Uh, Brabham Best returns as well, uh, back into the centres, uh, which is good to see. And... Uh, yeah, Adam Clune, who thought would take over at halfback, he's on the extended bench for the Knights, who are just on fire. I think it might be six in a row. I think that's, I think that's what they said. Six in a row. Let's look at the Bunnies. Uh, pretty settled there. Uh, Tony Milne on the wing, still no uh, Munro. A little bit disappointing there for all the Munro owners, hoping uh, he would jag a spot and give us another, um, another issue in terms of who to play and who to sit. Uh, we don't have to worry about that with Munro, 18th man, again. Uh, there is Hamasele and Tavita Tatola both on the extended. So I think the Bunnies need them back, definitely one of them, uh, preferably both, just to stiffen up that middle there. Uh, and if they can get parity in the middle, uh, two really good back lines, actually, to be fair. There's not much between these two. There's lots of firepower there. Uh, quite similar sides in a lot of ways. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully South can get uh, some of those medals back and give uh, the got like Latrell uh, and Cody room to do their things. They're such a fun team to watch. And if you own them for Supercoach, even more funner. Um, so, look, Latrell is a good option for captain. Obviously, Kalen is a wonderful option for captain. Uh, phew, tough one to pick. I'm just going to lean to the bunnies. Just going to lean to them. I, I just think, even though the Knights' form has been irresistible and the Bunnies have been, it's been pretty patchy, let's be fair. I, I just think they're a better side. I think the Rabbitohs are just a better side. And, you know, we keep waiting for them to click. And this might be the weekend when they click. And it could be a really fun game. And I'm going with a score 29 28, which indicates a really fun Sunday Arvo game. Uh, let's hope for that. But yeah, I'll just take the Rabbitohs 29 28, maybe a sneaky Latrell. Uh, field goal be the difference in that one right last game our Raiders and Bulldogs let's go Raiders 32 Bulldogs 14 <laughs> two teams I don't like don't need to talk about uh well for a little bit Jared Croker has announced his retirement um thanks for everything Jared Croker probably a good call uh haven't really been up to first grade this year uh with all the injuries and everything so uh, good to see him, even though he said he was keen to play on and he'll do it for free next year and all that. Do yourself and everyone else a favour. You've done the right thing by uh, um, by retiring. Uh, congratulations to you. You have been a wonderful player for a very long time uh, for the Canberra Raiders. Has Jared Croker. He has hung up the boots. I expect a big bounce back here after a, they were really bad last week, really bad against the Storm. 
and they're coming up against a team who were just as bad as they were in the Bulldogs. Defensively, they were up to they were up to nil. Uh, I was talking up Thompson a treat last week. Defensively, uh, he was found wanting. Kickout was Kickout is a uh, he's half the player he was at Penrith, and I'm thinking more defensively. Defensive last year, he was a defensive weapon. Don't think about all this what he does ball in hand. It was in defense where he was unbelievable last year for Penrith. And you'd see him so often he'd fly out of the line, but he would get his guy. He would get his guy all the time uh in defense. Um, but they were just running through him. Uh and there was no communication. The dogs were all over the show, and it's like, geez, it's just a shame seeing such a weapon like Kickout uh being wasted in a rubbish team like the Bulldogs. Uh you could you you should say you'd expect a bounce back from the Bulldogs, but I don't know. I'm not expecting a bounce back. I think Canberra will play much better. Uh, but the Bulldogs, <laughs> they're just as bad as the Tigers. Uh, they're really, really bad. Um, let's go. Yeah, I said it earlier. Raiders 32, Bulldogs 14. No super coach options at the Dogs, really. Uh, at the Raiders, you know, Tarpany, you'd expect him uh, to play better. He was poor last week. And he's had a, he's had a handful of poor games this year, Tarpany. I'm not talking super coach. I'm talking NRL. Hasn't been flashed. Horsburgh is another option as well. That's pretty much all you got there. Uh, the more I watch Jack White and the more I think he's overrated. Uh, I think he's had a pretty weak season. And then you think, has he signed on for four years? Is that right? Four years at the Bunnies. The Bunnies are looking at that going, shit, did we fuck that up? We possibly fucked that up, eh? Because <laughs> I don't think White's done very, very much at all. I know he's probably going to be in a different role next year. Um, talk is he's either going to be a centre, possibly even a second row. We'll just wait and see about that. But 32-14, let's take the Raiders uh, in a game that I may or I may not watch. I may not listen. I might just I might just pass. Back in a minute. Radio gang, best bets. Hey, we did all right last week. Uh, anytime try scorers, I had Tor Hines, AJ, and Ponga. Um, Tor and AJ saluted, so that one didn't come in. Had a $30 same gamer on Ponga Young and Marzu anytime. I thought that one was a lock. Uh, and for a team that scored 40 something points, and for neither of those three to score a try, unbelievable. Uh, usually the back three for Newcastle are uh, probably the most reliable back three in the, in the comp in terms of scoring tries. Uh, but not to be. It was all the forwards. It was, and, you know, it was guys like Hetherington scoring tries. And, uh, even, and then Gamble, I think, was the only back to score a try. What's that about? Uh, no good there, but did come in. Panthers minus nine and a half. Into Sharks to win, Broncos to win, Storm to win, and Knights to win. So that did come through. Fifty bucks at four dollars oh four. Return two oh two forty five. So double the money. Happy days there. Let's get into this week. Let's go uh, tonight. Let's go a twenty dollars same game. A cows versus sharks. Let's go cows to score eighteen or more. Sharks to score eighteen or more. Over eight and a half tries and drink water to dot down. Uh, at paying five bucks to 20 returns uh, 100 let's take that uh, let's take a same gamer on the Panthers versus the Titans uh, let's dip into this game for sure this is a $10 same gamer on the Panthers right edge I want Cleary, Martin, Crichton and Tuttle to all score tries uh, on that uh, right edge for Penrith paying 19 bucks 10 bucks returns 190 $30 either way parlay 
Cowboys all the Sharks, 1-12, into Eels all the Chooks, 1-12, into Knights all the Bunnies, 1-12. So all three of those games, either side 1-12, 30 bucks at $4.73, returns 142.18. And let's take uh, three heavy favourites here. 40 bucks on the Panthers, minus 19.5. These are all adjusted lines here. Panthers, minus 19.5, into Storm, minus 9.5, and into the Raiders, uh, uh, just on the money line there, head to head. Uh, so those three at three dollars twenty, forty bucks returns one twenty eight oh five. If you are having a punt this weekend, best of luck to you. Do so responsibly. Back in a minute. All right, gang, time for this. Question. All right, question time. Got some good ones here. Uh, first one: uh, best four CT dubs out of Marzu Garrick. Manu, Nickel Clockstad, Meany, or Toto? Jeez. Best four out of them. So I assume you only you only want four. You're only going to pick four of them. Man, I'd, I'd play all six. Uh, Marzu was a play. I think Garrick is a play. And we saw last week a lot of people didn't play him the early Thursday game, and he, he punched out 80. Uh, very happy owner who played last week, and I'll definitely be playing him this week. Uh, Manu... Is scoring well last few weeks. I and Parramatta, who knows what's going to happen there. I'd want to play Manu. I definitely want to play Nickel Clockstad. Uh, if he's playing, um, if he if he makes it onto the field, I'd play him for sure against uh, Manly. Uh, Meany against the Dragons. He was good last. He was great last week. He'll be kicking plenty of goals. You would have thought. And you got to play Toto for sure on the end of that right edge for Penrith uh, up against the Titans. I'd play all of them. I'd play. I'd use two of my reserves on two of these blokes. You know, two blokes playing later on, which would be Marzu and uh, Meany. I think had the last two games there. Yeah, I'd, mate, I'd make those two reserves uh, and play all six. Uh, up, there's up massive upside in all of them, uh, depending on the, how the rest of your squad is placed. But that's very, very strong CT dubs that you have. Uh, I'd be playing all of them, um, minimum five of them, and if I, if I had to knock out one of them. Oh, it wouldn't be Toto, probably wouldn't be Marzu, wouldn't be CNK. It would probably be Manu or Meany. Maybe Meany, because Meany has the odd quiet game in him. I know Manu does as well. Um, shit, might even be Manu, actually, as much as I hate to say it, because Meany does have the Dragons. You know, it'd probably be Manu, would be the guy I would, um, I would rest. I wouldn't... Uh, I wouldn't have two of them as my non-playing reserves. If it was just one, I'd probably go Manu. But great question, and good luck to you with that. But like I said, I'd play all six. Question. Right, one trade left. Is it worth selling Haas to Tino or go for a pod CT dub like Gagai? Um, I mean, Haas is a very popular trade this week with head-to-head players, uh, just getting rid of them uh, overall. Depending how you placed, I mean, I wouldn't trade out Haas. I'd keep him. I'm pretty sure he will play the last two games. Kevin Walters has said they're not resting anybody. Uh, why would they when they just have the bye uh, this week? Uh, so I'd be keeping Haas. But if you're a head-to-head player, uh, and um, actually you could head-to-head and overall, you know, Tino plays three games. The last three games, Haas only plays the last two. I don't mind going Haas to Tino. Uh I think there's more upside in your CTWs. So if you can if you can um, do it with uh, uh, with Jules and bring in a 
someone like Yago, like you suggest, I think that's a great call. I think that's a that that'd be the way I'd go. Uh, Tino's playing probably going to play really big minutes. You would have thought, even against Penrith, I still think he can score pretty well. I mean, if he plays eighty minutes, I'd expect him to score at least seventy. I would have thought. Um, so yeah, it is your last trade though. You still got two weeks after this. Oh man, Dep- depends how you're feeling. If it's a um, if you're going for head-to-head and Tino's going to be a difference maker for you or if you're going to go with maybe a gag eye, I'd roll the dice. Try and win this week and get yourself into your head-to-head final and then just you've got what you've got from there. Um, for sure, I would be doing that. Question? I just realized I didn't exactly answer your question. Either Tino or a Pod CT Dub, both great options. Or... I'm always for upside with CT dubs, so I'd go Gagai. If you can get Gagai, pass the Gagai, I'd, I'd do that. All right, uh, this question. Have Hopgood and Madison, uh, if I use my last two trades, I can trade both out for pretty much anyone. Uh, I am thinking Elias Katoa and Tino. All right, okay, Hopgood and Madison, they're both definitely trade candidates for sure. The fact that Hopgood has been named on that edge, where I don't think he's going to be anywhere near as effective as when he's in the middle. Uh, and He can just get that offload away and a tackle. He can have two or three blokes on him and still find a way to get an offload off. Offload off. That's good English. Uh, and um, and Madison, again, off the bench. Who knows? Madison, they might pull a Swifty and Madison starts on the edge. Hopgood starts a lock and then happy days for you. And you probably don't use the trades. And then you can hold those two trades for another another week at least. Um, obviously, they don't play round 27, so you want them out by then. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't. Katoa and Tino, it almost feels a little bit sideways ish, to be, to be honest with you. Hopgood and Madison for Katoa and Tino. I know if you trade them out, you don't have to worry about it anymore. They're gone, so you don't have to worry about Parramatta players. I'm assuming that's your only two Parramatta players. But. Then you're out of trades for the last two weeks. You know, I'd hold firm. I wouldn't trade. I'd keep these two blokes and hope. Uh, you would think they'll both get plus 50s. Uh, I would expect Kartoa and Tino to combine for more than what Hopgood and Madison will. But for the fact that you get to hold your two trades, I would keep my powder dry for one more week. Uh, uh, question. And last one. Is it worth captaining SJ? If he's possibly not kicking, my other halfback is Hughes. Um, oh, that's real rogue, I reckon. Um, I've got the Warriors. I've only got the Warriors scoring 22 points. So uh, if he's not kicking here, was it a tight quad? I think it was, something like that. Everyone like that, they scored that first try. <laughs> and then one looks, and it's Pompey lining up the shots. Like, what, what, what? <laughs> As an owner, I was, uh, I was giving up that one. Uh, oh, God, and I thought, it didn't really, I mean, it definitely hampered his uh, general kicking play a wee bit, and then he did take his shot later in the game. It was possibly the, might have been a penalty. Maybe he took a penalty, uh, and he was definitely, um, he was definitely struggling. Uh, you'd see him wincing after the kick, and I think Pompey might have taken the AFB try conversion at the end there right in front. Uh, Johnson took that penalty shot on more of an angle, a tougher kick. Uh, and he was definitely wincing afterwards. So, look, as an owner, I think we're all hoping he is kicking 
kicking goals. It'd be great to see, you know, DW's there score an awesome try flying on that right wing. And then we see Johnson lining up the conversion. Um, but it's a big call. If he's kicking, it's a, it's maybe it's something you need to do to catch up. I mean, I certainly wouldn't be captaining Hughes as well as he has been playing. Uh, so if you're rolling with SJ and Hughes, what are your fullback options? Is it one of the full, you got the gun fullback. Have you got a drink water uh, or a Latrell, a Teddy, um, a Ponga, obviously? Probably better captaincy options at fullback. Uh, but if you really want to roll the dice, I don't mind it. I guess if SJ can jag, say three trices, uh, and you know that he, you know, he'll be good for an eighty-plus score. The way you know he has been running really well, he can score a try. He got two a couple of weeks ago against the Titans. Uh, I don't mind if you really want to go for it and captain uh, SJ. Just, just roll with it. Uh, if you're a Warriors fan uh, and you enjoy watching him play, just roll with it. Um, yeah, it's not for me. It's a big call, but. Not many people will be captaining SJ at all. And if he has a blinder, then that could push you right ahead. And just, you know, you look at projections and we all kind of think about what's going to happen and, you know, use our <laughs> all our knowledge, which sometimes is up to fuck all we saw last week. Uh, we had all these guys that looked like they were going to go massive. We're all scratching their head. Who's going to be the captain? Who should we go with? And none of them turned up in what looked like awesome matchups. So what the fuck do we know? You know, if you want to captain SJ, go for it, and I'll be cheering you on for sure. All right, thank you very much for the question. Some good ones there this week. Uh, you can hit me up uh, nrlsctherapy at gmail.com or the Q and A on Spotify, uh, and I will get those. And um, and yeah, if they're half decent questions, uh, I don't mind throwing them out there. And um, it's good, it's thought provoking stuff, something to think about leading into. Um, leading into round 25. All right, back in a tick. All right, gang, that's going to do it for the round 25 preview on the uh, NRL SC Therapy podcast. Best of luck to everyone in head-to-head prelims, except Jeremy, uh, and and to Craig and Nathan on the other side of the draw in their respective uh, prelim. Uh, Yeah, hey, it's one of those times, eh, where... Yeah, you have to kind of weigh up. Like I said, I'm in 1,400 and something place. So within touching distance of the top 1,000, which was my goal uh, at the start of the year. Uh, and the head-to-head thing, look, if it happens, it happens. But, you know, it doesn't really matter too much. But obviously scoring well. If I score well, hopefully I will jump up the ranks a bit. And if that gives me a head-to-head uh, victory, so be it. In saying that, if it comes to Sunday, I need to make a move. Uh, in order to win the head-to-head and it's not going to hurt me too much with my point scoring, then, you know, I'll probably jag something. We'll see how we go. Uh, best of luck to you if you are in prelims uh, against your mates or whoever is in the group. Uh, and, yeah, the footy. It's uh, going to be a fun round uh, starting tonight. Cows and Sharks. Thank you very much for everyone that has been listening. I do really do appreciate it. Just going down the one pod a week now where I'm kind of chatting about what happened last week and mixing that in with what's going to happen this week uh, with the preview. Uh, just works a little bit better now. I mean, basically everyone is down to one, two or zero trades. You know what I mean? So there's a, oh, just, and with uh, times a little bit constrained for me at the moment. So uh, just the one pod, uh, which I do on a, a Wednesday or a Thursday to preview what's happening. I do appreciate everyone that is still sticking around. After all this time, uh, it's super awesome. Any feedback, nrlsc at gmail, 
ectherapy, sorry, at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up, uh, Q&A on Spotify, uh, with any feedback as well. You suck, uh, hate your voice, etc., etc. Go for it. Um, enjoy the footy this week. I will. And uh, we'll talk next week. Best of luck. Cheers, everyone. Catch you later.